We live in a culture today that constantly promotes and is completely obsessed with self. We want to make sure that we walk around with a positive self-image. Without any doubt, we simply must continue to boost our self-esteem. The internet is filled with books, video lessons, podcasts, and courses on the boosting of our self-worth. So I think it's clear we are all about the elevation of self. But there's another self that you won't find many books and lessons on, and that is self-denial. And that's our topic today. So stay tuned as we discuss self-denial in a self-centered world on this week's edition of The Christian Walk Cafe. Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Christian Walk Cafe. It's great to have you back. And for those of you here for the first time, welcome. Glad you're here too. And I hope you go away from today's teaching with another bit of truth that helps you as we walk along this life while walking with that eternal perspective. I like to call this the cafe because, honestly, in my personal Bible study time, there's nothing I enjoy more than to sit down with a hot cup of coffee, my open Bible, with some music playing softly in the background. To me, it's the right atmosphere, it, it, and it just feels like being in a coffee shop or a cafe. It's relaxing, helps me to focus on the words that I'm about to read, study, and reflect on. So, welcome to the cafe, pour you a cup of coffee, whatever you like, and let's get started. Like I said in the opener, there's no question that society today is all about self-promotion and self-image. But it's clearly obvious that our Lord had quite a different take on what our view of self should be. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. What is self-denial? It's a pretty important question, wouldn't you agree? Because Jesus makes it clear that anyone who is unwilling to deny self cannot legitimately claim to be a true disciple. The Dictionary of Bible Themes defines it as the willingness to deny oneself possessions or status in order to grow in holiness and commitment to God. And understand, this is not a requirement to take a vow of poverty. It's simply the realization that if following Christ should cost me everything, every earthly possession that I have, even my own life, I'm gladly willing. Keith, that's pretty dramatic. That's extreme. Yeah, it is. Because this self-denial, Jesus makes clear, means that it even goes so far as the point of death. Because he immediately said to take up your cross. There's two things to keep in mind here. First, Jesus had not been crucified yet. For us living today, obviously we have more context. We have 
you know, of, of what that statement, the gravity of what that statement really meant, because we know that later Jesus was, in fact, crucified. But imagine what the disciples must have thought. For the disciples, of course, they knew what a cross was. They knew what crucifixion was. They just had no idea that it was the destiny of their Savior to go through it. That leads to the second thing. What picture must the disciples have had when Jesus said this? Crucifixion was a violent, excruciating death. It was also a very degrading one. It was reserved for the worst of criminals. And the pain and the agony was only accentuated by the humiliation. They then began to understand that the commitment required from them was even to the point of physical death, if necessary. What a stark contrast to what passes for Christianity in many circles today, where prominent so-called Christian pastors and teachers cannot even give a straight answer when asked on national television if Jesus Christ is the only way to God. Fear of being criticized by the public, losing their influence, and ultimately their large income causes them to deny Christ. Never mind asking them to deny self. To follow Christ is summed up well in the song several years ago by Steve Camp titled Consider the Cost. The tagline of the chorus of that song says simply, To give all that you are for all that he is. This is the gospel according to Jesus. The Apostle Paul had a very promising career. He was held in high esteem while he was traveling about, participating in the destruction of the church and the killing of Christ's own followers. But on the road to Damascus, when he came face to face with the risen Lord, all of that changed in an instant. Paul was willing to sacrifice everything for Christ. And as we know, he ultimately did. In Philippians 3, 7, 8, he said, But whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of things and count them but rubbish, so that I may gain Christ. I count everything else, the stuff, the joys, the pleasures of this life as rubbish. That's garbage, trash, filth, rejects, repulsive, discarded rejects. Paul was clear. And if you will, he was self-aware. That everything else was worthless when compared to the true value of knowing Christ. And he was easily willing to cast it all aside, regardless of the cost, while here on earth. The word gain in that passage is literally translated as profit and was particularly used to define a business profit. Paul was well aware of the fact that the things, the stuff, the money, the possessions in this life were nothing. It slips through the hands like water. You can't hold it, you can't keep it, and you certainly can't take it with you. Yet so many spend their entire lives pursuing it and idolizing it. 
As Jesus said in Matthew 13:45 and 46, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking fine pearls, and upon finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. The Apostle Paul found that pearl and realized nothing in earthly possession could compare. So he was willing to let it all slip away. And I'll tell you this, willingly or not, it will one day slip away from grasp. Denying yourself also means continually overcoming the fleshly desires and demands. It involves bringing all of that into submission to the Word of God and not giving in to sin. Paul said in Galatians 5.24, Now those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Then again in Romans 6, 6, he said, Knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. You see, a battle takes place in the life of the true believer. While we hate sin and desire to please God and crucify the flesh daily, we still live in these bodies in a corrupt and sinful world. Paul understands this. He understood this quite well, for it was he who was lamenting this struggle in his own life. When he spoke in the very next chapter about not doing the things he wants to do and doing the things he doesn't want to do, all because the members of his body, the flesh, is waging war against the Spirit. Ultimately, he cried out, O wretched man that I am, who will set me free from the body of this death? He was an apostle of Christ and a mighty man of God. Yet he lived in the flesh like all of us, and he struggled with human emotions, desires, and temptations to sin just like all of us. But he knew he needed to deny himself and crucify the flesh daily. And finally, self-denial means to renounce oneself as the center of existence, the center of one's own universe. The idea of being on top and looking out for number one, that all comes to an end. And this, this is where it's so difficult today for so many in a culture of self-exaltation. This goes against every natural inclination of the human will. This is the recognition of Jesus Christ as the center of one's life, the center of one's existence, the center of one's universe, and the true number one. This is recognition of Jesus Christ as Lord. The old self is truly dead and our new life is now hidden with Christ. Colossians 3, verse 3 through 5 says, For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. You see, for many, and quite frankly for most, this is a bridge too far. To move to this level of self-denial in a world full of self-indulgence and self-gratification is simply a non-starter. Pride, arrogance, success, notoriety, elevation, the praises of people, Those things are simply too tempting to submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. In this day of desire to be a social media influencer and gain a large following of fans that sing your praises, 
Are you really telling me to deny myself? To deny everything that mankind craves and to intentionally submit to God is a difficult and costly thing. Man simply loves his sin too much to give it up. Why suffer loss of certain pleasures, loss of gratification, loss of worldly gain, loss of sinful desire, and loss of attention and praise to follow Christ? Until you truly understand the temporal nature of all these things in contrast to the eternal nature and joy of knowing Christ, the pearl of great price, will you then understand, like the Apostle Paul, self-denial is truly a no-brainer. The self-denying, cross-bearing man and woman of God sees with an eternal mindset, an eternal perspective. Paul was beheaded for his faith and his service to Christ, but like I pointed out last week, it was a win-win situation. To live as Christ, to die as gain. Following Christ was worth it, even to the point of death. I'll end this teaching today with one simple quote that I keep right here on the wall by my desk. A quote from a great man of God, the great Charles Spurgeon. Quote, Doth that man love his Lord who would be willing to see Jesus wearing a crown of thorns while for himself he craves a chaplet of laurel? Shall Jesus ascend to his throne by the cross and do we expect to be carried there on the shoulders of applauding crowds? Be not so vain in your imagination. Count you the cost. And if you're not willing to bear Christ's cross, go away to your farm and to your merchandise and make the most of them. Only let me whisper this in your ear. What shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? End quote. Thank you once again for taking the time to join me today. Remember to subscribe or follow the show so you don't miss an episode and share it with somebody else you know. You can always reach me by email at uh, thechristianwalkcafe at gmail.com and I'll get back to you quickly, I promise. So I hope to see you next time. Until then, have a great week and continue to walk this walk with confidence. God bless. God bless.